Hi, this is Coach Keisha, and welcome to the very first episode of Warriors Talk. This podcast is dedicated to like-minded warriors all over the world. So if you enjoy listening to motivational and enlightening content, you've come to the right place. So don't you move a muscle. We'll discuss all things fitness, of course, nutrition, but I'll also share a lot of self-development tips along the way. My goal as a coach is to inspire and equip people to achieve their wellness goals through practical lifestyle changes. I am the coach. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic that a lot of people have questions about. Actually, um, a few years ago, I read a book and this book really opened my eyes to what this really meant for me and what it meant for those around me. So today's title is called Got Grit. What is grit? Grit to me is basically when you are pushing towards your goal. You're not allowing circumstances, uh, words from others, challenges, barriers. You don't allow that stuff to stop you from achieving your goal. And when I read that book, I was really going through um, a tough time and I had to make some decisions in my life. And so what I was able to do was reach back and remember why I started the things that I put my hands to. I had to reach back and remember the goals that that I set out for myself and how I wanted to change the world in my lane. So a short story I have is I have been running for about 31 years. You know, I started running in middle school and I love running. My coach at the time had us running in the hallways. We would run up the stairs, up, down, through the halls. It was fun. But as I just kind of look back, I feel like, oh, my goodness, that was really tiring. And you may ask, well, why were you running in the school, in the halls, up the stairs, down the stairs? Well, I am from the Windy City. And so I imagine that my coach had to really be creative and innovative during, you know, the winter months. So when it rained or when it snowed, he didn't allow that to really stop us from training and conditioning. And if you know anything about track and field, you know, that's not a sport that you could just get up and go. You actually have to condition your body. I mean, months of conditioning. And if you don't condition your body, it will really show throughout your season. And so he was so consistent. Every year he did that. Because my brother and sister, who's older than me, they actually went through the same thing with him. So he had been doing that for years. And as I look back and I think about somebody that's gritty in my life, I thought about him. I thought about my coach, Mr. Rego. He has passed away, but he left such an impression in my life 
for those three years. I was with him sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, three years only. But he made such a great impression in my life about what it means to have grit and what it looks like to be gritty. Now, if you are a person that feels like, well, I don't have what it takes, I don't know what that really means for me, I am going to help you open your eyes to see how you can be gritty as well. And we all have the potential to doing that. And it's not, it doesn't take anybody special to have grit. It just takes a little bit of determination, faith, and you're hopeful that whatever you set your mind to do, that you're going to be able to accomplish it. So I just wanted to share a few things with you. Having a bad day lasts for a moment, not a lifetime. So let's just say that you have written down your goal. You know, you have been at it for months. Maybe you've been at it for years because remember what they say. There is no such thing as overnight success. Overnight success for most people is 10 years plus. So always remember that there's no such thing. So whatever you put your hand to, you have to understand that it's going to take time. And throughout that process, you will have bad days, but it's not a life sentence. You got to keep it pushing. When you're having a bad day, first of all, this is my first, this is my favorite saying, always remember why you started. A bad moment doesn't determine the rest of your day. It doesn't determine the rest of your life. So when you have the bad times, just think of the good times because they're coming. And bad times don't last always. You may go through a season, you may go through a moment of just, oh, this is happening or this is not coming through for me or, I, you know, they won't answer the phone. I've written letters Nobody sees me. Everybody's ignoring me. That is going to happen. But you have to remember that the sun will shine again. It's going to come out. So trouble, it doesn't last always. Another thing I want you to think about is that you only get stronger through practice. And when I say that, I mean, when you practice not giving in when it gets tough, you're going to develop that grit muscle. You're going to develop that that muscle that says, you know what? It will get better because, see, I've been through this before or I've taken that route before. I've seen this. I've said that it's going to get better. So as long as you continue to keep going, especially when you fall, you get up, you keep going. That works for your good. It works for you because you're not starting and stopping and starting and stopping. No, you realize that the more you face adversity, the more you go through things is actually building your grit muscle (laughs) because there's nothing worse than going through a process and then you get to the final destination and you're not ready. Because as a as an entrepreneur, as someone that goal sets all the time, I know that my journey is just as important as my final destination. Because by the time I get there, 
I want to rejoice. I want to be happy. I want to look back at the the journey and say, oh, my goodness, this is why I went through what I went through. So you want to get to the end and you want to be happy. You want to enjoy the fruit of your labor. So when you go through things, remember, the more you go through and the more you overcome, the better you become at getting up when the going gets tough. Okay. Now, with all that being said, it sounds, you know, it sounds easy. It sounds like, okay, I can do this. But you know what? Sometimes you will be in a place where you feel alone. Sometimes you feel like, man, you know, um, I remember I remember listening to Keisha's podcast and she really made me feel like I could do it. I, I got it going on. But, you know, you have to encourage yourself. Get used to being a be get used to being your own cheerleader. I'm going to say that again. Get used to being your own cheerleader. People are not going to be around you patting you on your back when you've done good or when you you're having a hard time. You have to encourage yourself. And that means showing up for yourself. That means loving yourself to the point where you're saying, you know what, if it works out, I'm good. If it doesn't work out, I'm good. I'm going to keep it pushing. That's what encouraging yourself looks like. Now, a lot of people, and I always say this, but a lot of people hate Mondays. I always feel like Mondays are days that you can reset. You can really um, vision your goals for the week. You can really... You know, it's like a fresh start. That's the way I view Mondays. But some people don't. And in the context of you getting up on Monday morning and you feel like, oh, here I go. This is another day. Oh, I got to talk to this person. I have meetings at the meetings. As soon as your mind goes there, you have to pick yourself up and encourage yourself. Like, you know what? No. Today presents a new opportunity for me. Today, I'm going to do at least one thing that makes me happy. Today, I'm not going to let the negativity take my mind away. You have to do that. And again, people are not going to always be in your corner cheering you on, giving you tips, (laughs) letting you know it's going to be okay. You have to develop something within yourself to say, you know what, I got this. I'm going to do it. It's hard. It hurts. It's painful. But I'm going to continue to go through it. And once you do that, you will finally be able to move forward. The thing about negativity is that it's really tricky. It's really sneaky. And if you dwell on negative thoughts, if you dwell on negative people, because I know that there are negative people in our lives, you will get sucked into that and you will be like um, neutral. It'll almost be like you're in quicksand. I've never been in quicksand before, but I grew up watching a lot of MacGyver 
and a lot of MacGyver shows. And, <laughs> and it's funny to me because anytime he got in quicksand, I was just like, oh, he's about to die today. This is the this is the finale. But he always seemed to get out the quicksand. But it sucked watching him fight and resist. And actually, they say that if you get in quicksand, that you shouldn't resist, like you shouldn't panic because you're really going to go down. But he found a way to get out. I'm using the quicksand analogy because I feel like when you're when you get when you're deep seated in those negative thoughts, that's what they do to you. They take you down slowly. But if you have the mentality of moving forward and really being about your business, you can't be there. You cannot be in that quicksand. You cannot be in that place. If your mind is positive, if you have set your mind on just being great in your mind, although you may not feel feel like it, you know, although your emotions are taking you to a place like, okay, you know what? No, I'm not feeling this today. I'm not feeling her. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. No. So you always want to think about that. The next time you hear the word grits, I really want you to take your time and think about what that means for you. Having grit for me may mean something different from you. But at the end of the day, having grit is something that you could take with you wherever you go. And if you are if you're raising kids, I also suggest that you would instill grit inside your kids because I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to need it. As an adult, I could truly say that uh, most of my life I've had grit, although I didn't know what it was. I couldn't name it. But since my youth up until now, I've had grit. And when I talk about it, I get excited because I always feel like, huh, I always knew it was something about my, it was always something about me, right? Because you have to know yourself. You have to know who you are. And one thing that I always say in what I share with people is that one thing that you, that you have to know about me is that if you pass me the baton, I'm not going to fumble it. I'm going to take that baton and I'm I'm going for it. I'm going to run for it. And in every area of my life, as a wife, I'm going to get that baton and I'm going to run with it. As a mother, whatever that baton is, as a mother, you get it and you run and you don't stop until you're done. And so... Me being able to identify what that special thing about me was, it was really important and I'm I'm happy about it. And the term is grit. So today I ask you, do you have grit? Do you have what it takes when doors are slammed in your face? When you don't see the beacon of light? When you don't feel supported when when there is no open door in sight 
when everything around you says differently than what you planned, when there's no money in the bank to fund your project, when there's no money in the bank to fund what you feel like you were called to do, your purpose, when you don't have the tangibles, when you don't have things to confirm what you've seen, do you have grit? That's all for today. Again, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. I am at Militant Wellness on Instagram and at Militant Wellness on Facebook. Please check my website out, LakeishaShawomi.com. You could sign up for a free consultation there. And don't forget to check out all the exciting things that we have going on over there. Until later, I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Coach Keisha with another episode of Warrior Talk. I am a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. I create customized workout plans as well as meal plans that actually work. Today, I'm going to jump right into it. This is one of my favorite topics, and I have a lot of favorite topics to be honest, but this has been something that has really helped me create a better life for myself and create a better life for my family as well. I am talking about the ability to manage your time wisely. Now, I used to hear people say all the time, time management this time management that be a good manager of your time and it's like okay what does all that mean today we're gonna dig deep we're gonna talk a little bit about what it means to be intentional with your time okay because there's one thing to be able to manage your time and there's another to be intentional with the time that you have Many people all they come to me and they ask me like how do you do it all? You know, what's your schedule like? Where do you have the energy? What time do you wake up? And all of those are really important questions because I don't you know, I believe that everyone has the tw- the same 24 hours as I do. But what you do with that time, it really matters. It'll either break your productivity or make your productivity. And I really believe that successful people, they have this this concept of being intentional with your time. They really have that mastered, without a doubt. I, I bet if I spoke to any billionaire, any person that is really successful, you know, they have all their ducks in a row, or it may seem like it, um, they will tell you that there is something special that they do with their time. Now, I could wake up at the same time every morning with someone that does the same thing as me, right? And we create different things. We do this and that. But at the end of the day, it's all about how productive you were with those hours, okay? There is this saying, you know, a lot of young people say it. Now I actually hear older people saying it sometimes too. 
And it, the phrase is called YOLO. You only live once. And that statement is true. However, you know, I don't use it in the context of, you know, go out and live a reckless life or <laughs> go out and do something crazy because you only live once. No. When I say YOLO, I mean, hey, listen, we only have one life and what you do with this life is all up to you. And you don't have as much time as you think, okay? Because one thing I know for sure is that we all one day will die. And I, I've i always been the person that said, when I die, I want to have lived a life that I felt that I made, use, made good use of my time and did everything that I set my heart to do. And when you are a great manager of your time, when you are intentional with your time, I believe you can do all of that and then some. And when I say being intentional, let's just define that, what that means. That means actually creating a schedule, creating a plan for yourself that's conducive to your goals, that's conducive to your dream, that makes sense for you to walk the path that you have chosen to walk. So when I use the word intentional, that's what I mean. Because I could get up in the morning, every morning at four o'clock and do nothing. Or I could get up every morning at four o'clock, put my pen to my paper and write my little heart out. You know, that's the time for me um, to work out if that's what I want to do. That's the time for me, you know, to write out my business plan or to tweak my business plan, to write down all of my ideas that I have my for my business for, you know, three to four years later. And so I also think that it matters what you do within those within that time. Now, I'm going to um, just share a few points. That's all. And these points have really helped me, like, really get focused on my plans and get focused on my dreams. Now, I do have to tell you that over the years, the way that I have utilized my time, it's evolved. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I did 20 years ago, which is when my son was a baby, I, you know, with my time is completely different than what I'm doing right now. You know, my focus uh, was on him and everything was centered around raising a baby. Right. And being there for not only my baby, but being there for my husband. So things have evolved over time. All right. And that's one thing that I want you to realize is that what you do with your time, I feel like if you create or if you set a really good foundation, you could use that as a springboard to to really master your time. I do think that people sometimes they waste time unintentionally. I believe that I don't believe that people waste time um, intentionally. Now, I know that there are people that do. <laughs> and I could go down the list of things that people do 
to waste time. Actually, I am going to make another uh, podcast about that. Things that waste your time. Because what if people are actually out there wasting time and they don't even realize like, oh, I could be doing this. (laughs) And I'll tell you, when I was, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really look at time the way that I look at it now. And I don't know if it's because I'm older, you know, I'm getting older. My my kids are older. You know, my, my husband and I, we are growing old together. So I don't know if, if that's why, but one thing that I I do not like, one thing that I despise is for people to waste my time. I don't like people to waste my time because I don't waste other people's time. I am so just passionate about not wasting others' time. And when I get a small inkling or if I get a small feeling that someone's wasting my time, I'm out. You know, I'm out of there. I'm like, okay, next, you know, I have to go because time is precious. Time is more precious than money. You can get money. You can lose money. You can get money. But time, I'm sorry, you cannot get that back at all. I do believe, though, that if you've wasted time for 30 years of your life, and if you still have breath in your body, if you still have blood running in your veins, I do believe that it's not too late. I believe that. But you have to want to change. You have to want to do better for yourself. So, you know, all hope is not lost. But at the same time, once you recognize that, oh, my goodness, I've been wasting years. I've been wasting time for many years. That's when you should get to work. That's when you should get busy doing those things that you've always wanted to do. Okay, and I do know that once you're aware or woke, as people would say, you kind of look back over your life like, ooh, what was I doing? (laughs) What happened? Look at the time. It flew by. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it did. And so if you're anything like me, I don't like to look back over my life and regret. And so I actually try to stay ahead of the curve. Okay. so the first thing that I would like to share with you is that I actually set myself up where I will have more time to work on things for me. That's the first thing. With that type of thinking, make no mistake about it. There comes a price with that type of thinking. That means that I am going to have to sacrifice something in order to make time for myself, to make time for me. And understand what I'm saying. When I say make time for me, I am not talking about me time. This is not that conversation. That is a conversation, but this is not that conversation. When I say make time for myself, I am talking about making time for me to write that book, making time for me to paint that portrait, making time for me to get ready for my marathon, 
to train for my marathon. Um, that that means that, you know, I'm making time to work out. I'm making time. I'm making way. I'm making a space for myself to do the things I enjoy or to do things that align with my dreams. Catch that. I'm making time to do things that align with my dream or my goals or, you know, things that I strive to do. And that is important. Now, I said that you would have to make a sacrifice. (laughs) In my case, my sacrifice is my sleep. Your sacrifice may also need to be your sleep. Now, I talk about this all the time. I am an early riser. I wake up early and, um, you know, I, I really learned that from my mom. My mom would wake up early in the morning and, you know, she would sit at the kitchen table, drink her coffee and read her Bible. So I, I watched my mom doing that growing up. And I also, I'm married to an early riser. My husband, he, he springs up. You know, and he's able to just get up and move around and do what he needs to do. Um, Me, on the other hand, although I do get up early, I am not that happy camper in the morning. I am not the one that's getting up and like, ooh, I'm up, let's go. No, I'm up. And in my mind, I have to continue to tell myself that I have to get up for a purpose. (laughs) Okay, so that's my sacrifice, sleep. Another sacrifice um, that could be made is you saving your money because you need to invest in your product or you need to invest in your business. Okay, and sleep and money, that's hard for some people. But I'm, I'm trying to help you understand what it means to be intentional um, with your time. Okay, because if you're able to make that sacrifice, you're able to continue to move towards being intentional. The second point I would like to highlight is setting boundaries. Hmm. If I could talk to my 21 year old self, you know, it would be a conversation. It would be a conversation to be had because You know, many years ago, I didn't set boundaries with everything that I had going on in my life. I never understood really the power of setting boundaries. Um, For me, it was more of I want to be nice. I want to be kind. I don't want to hurt anybody's uh, feelings. I don't want to... um, want to be dismissive. I want to be open. Those are the things that I thought about back in the day. But when I tell you many years later, (laughs) what I've learned is people, um, people that don't set boundaries for themselves, when they encounter somebody that actually set boundaries, it irritates them. Um, It makes some people upset. It makes Um, some people feel some type of way like oh well she doesn't want to hang out with me or she's all about herself or uh, she's just too busy and all of those things it could be it, it, it could be truth in that 
But when you are setting boundaries, that's what you can make the other person feel like. But let me tell you something that's helped me. Because I used to be a people pleaser, and now I'm far from that. And, you know, it's it's just something that it took years for me to kind of move away from. Because at the end of the, of the day, you have to do uh, what's best for you, okay? And so, although I, I've set my boundaries, and the person on the other end, they feel some type of way, that's not my problem, <laughs> that's not my problem because the purpose of the boundary in the first place is to protect myself is to protect my peace is to protect my time okay is to protect uh what I have going on now if setting boundaries is still something that you have a problem with or you know you're not quite there yet Let me shed some light on a person that does not have boundaries. And I've I've seen this not only for myself, but for others in my life. So when I go around preaching the gospel of setting boundaries, um, you know, I really like to also talk about what it looks like not to set boundaries because you need boundaries, especially if you are an entrepreneur, if you are. You know what? If you're married, single, kids, no kids, you everybody needs boundaries. This is not just about, you know, um, a, one set. Uh, I mean, this is not just about one person. This is about uh, individuals. So a person that does not have boundaries, um, they are always stressed out. Um, they are they are seeking to please those around them because again remember boundaries is for other people is it is for other people although it's protecting you it's something that you set for other people it's set around you like okay this is it you know yes i can or no i cannot um yes i'm committing to that no i can't i can't do that right now okay So they're stressed out. Um, They seek to please others. Um, Sometimes they could be a little double minded because maybe there's an internal force that goes back and forth. You know, yes, I should do that. No, I should. Maybe I can. No, no, no. And so to me, someone that does not have boundaries is just it's not it's not good. And Um, Hopefully, if you are listening and you don't have boundaries, please let this be the day that you decide to set boundaries for yourself. People don't need you 100 percent of the time. Um, um, Your emergency, other people's emergency is not your emergency. And just know at the end of the day, it's part of your self-care routine It's part of just you know, setting yourself up for success, because um, in order to, you know, really live a long life, you can't be stressed out all the time. And you can't seek to, you know, put others before you and their needs. No, you really have to take care of yourself. Okay. Another thing that I've learned, um, and just so you guys know, I could talk about boundaries forever, but I want to quickly get through these points. Uh, So (laughs) another thing that has worked for me tremendously is creating a weekly plan now 
in my within my weekly plan, I also have things that I do on a daily basis. And I also jot those things down. But when you create a weekly plan, it kind of gives you um, um, an overall view of what you have coming up. And so with your plan, I know plans aren't perfect. I know things come up, um, you know, as a mother, these are um, the monkey wrench has always been <laughs> thrown at my plans. You know, one day my daughter doesn't have practice, but then suddenly, oh, yeah, mom, I have practice or yeah, mom, I need to go to the store. So having a plan does not say, oh, this is it. This is rigid. And that's it. I'm not doing anything outside of that. I'm not saying that. But having a plan is like a navigation um, system for you. So although things may come up unexpectedly, you still have you have a vision, so to say. You have your vision in plain sight. Whereas when things come up, you'll be able to, you know, have some flexibility and say, okay, although I'm doing this, I could just kind of push this down a couple of hours, things like that. Now, when you have your plan, you're also able to prioritize, you know, some things are not, you may have to drop the ball with some things and that's okay. You may have to ask for help to get things done and that's okay because the goal of the plan is to keep you focused it's to keep you on track you know it keeps you from spending hours on end on social media scrolling and doing this and that and it's like how much social media uh, social media do you consume like how much effort are you putting at out to actually create are you creating more or are you consuming more okay because you're doing you can't do the same amount for both it's no balance with that either you're doing one thing or you're doing another thing you're doing more of one thing and less of another thing so when you plan that helps you you know maybe you have to bypass your uh, Netflix binging or your Hulu binging on a show. You know, you got to you got to have time to work on your dream and work on your if you need to go to bed early so you can get up early so you can work out. If you have to sacrifice five hours on Sunday or Saturday to go grocery shopping so you can meal plan, you have to make your plan so that you can execute. Okay, um, two more things and then we're done. When I was younger, I think the first time I heard Jack of All Trades and Master of None, um, I think I heard that in high school. I was doing basketball, I did track, and I did band. And... While, you know, all of those sports, well, track and basketball, oh, I also did cross country. They were all in different seasons. However, conditioning with those sports, they started around the same time. And with cross country, that, um, that, that kind of, 
coincided with um, band camp because we started band camp in August and cross country started in August. And so, you know, I felt myself for three years, well, for four years, um, but my senior year in high school, I had to drop one. (laughs) So I found myself just doing all of that. And I was pretty average. You know, I was not um, an elite athlete. Um, but I credit my discipline to, you know, being an athlete in high school. So that discipline has carried me into my adulthood. So that's what I'm most proud about. And, um, by the time my senior year came, I had to make a choice. I had to choose between band and track. And I had been playing the trumpet since the fifth grade. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed I I enjoyed it, but I ended up doing track. And when I when I dropped band, which was not easy for me because I I did enjoy playing the trumpet. Again, I was an average player. When I dropped that, my performance for track it went up. My focus was clear. My drive was strong. I was hungrier. I was stronger. And what I learned from that is that being a jack of all trades and master of none, you are really just really spreading yourself thin and not really being able to own anything. And I learned that at such an early age, like, oh, man, look at (laughs) there was a difference. There was a significant difference. And now as an adult, when somebody come to me and they say where and they say, um, oh, I have this going on. I have that going on and this and that. And here I, I have to multitask. That is not a badge of honor to me. Multitasking is not a badge of honor to me. And, you know, I when I get when I personally get put in a situation where I feel like I have to multitask, um, I have to step back. And a lot of times I have to step away from that because I am human. I am not. You know, I'm not a superhero. And so there's there's only so much that I can endure and that the human the human body can endure. Um, And so when you are multitasking and when you are being the jack of trade and the master of none, you're really not using your time uh, wisely. So I'm going to end there, but I would like to ask you one question before I get off. Where's your planner? Be it an actual planner from Target, a planner online, a planner on your phone. And where are your goals? Until the next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.